Tradey Diaries, Tales of the Trade. A brand new podcast that brings you stories told by everyday tradespeople from work sites and workshops across the country. We're brothers with over 35 years experience in the trade industry. I'm Jay and I started as a concreter, then I became an electrician and now I'm a systems engineer. And I'm Dan, I started as a fitter, then I became a brickie and now I'm a construction manager. Together we'll dig up these stories and have the tradespeople themselves spin these yarns. Here's to another tradie tale. Hey, welcome to the Tradie Diaries, episode one. I'm Jay, I'm here with my brother Dan. Hey all. We've started this podcast because we know firsthand that the trade industry is tough and we don't hear enough from the people on the ground. So it's our goal to bring everyday people some insight into the industry, an industry that employs over 20% of the Australian workforce. Yes, Jay, this podcast will dig up some funny, inspiring, unusual and sometimes tragic tales. For the first episode, we've got Josh. He's a project manager within the business I work in and an ex-painter from Brisbane. What a character he was. Let's get into the podcast, Jay. Good to see you. Thanks, boys. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Episode one, eh? Yeah, episode, episode one. one. Only up from here, Jets. It's so, only up from here. And we... So this is the Tradie Diaries, Tales from the Trade, where we hear from real Aussie tradies and we just want to hear your stories. Um, we haven't got any structure yet because it is episode one, like you said, so onwards and upwards. But uh, Daniel, did you want to kick it off? Well, Josh, we brought you in here because obviously you've got that, there many years of experience and you've seen a lot of trades. You're a project manager at the moment and yes, you've run your yeah. own business and you started out as a... Painter. Painter, painter by trade. I yeah. uh, did a um, bit of school-based stuff in horticulture and things like that and then, uh, yeah. So the horticulture was a school-based thing, it wasn't a, a recreation-based thing? No, oh, one led to the <laughs> other, mate. One led to the other. <laughs> Uh, good work. Right, so, so with your years in the industry, do you have stories or yarns that that other people don't know that are out there or haven't I've heard? I've got uh, quite a few funny stories that that happened over the years. Yeah. Um, we'll have to change a few names because it'll upset. No names. No names. Yeah. No names. Let's talk about how you got into the industry. So you started. You left school, did you leave school early or? No, 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 finished school. Finished, finished school. Well. That's unusual um, for a trading. Yeah, it is, it is. Uh, pretty much stayed there to play football. Can we start down in Brisbane or? No, you... no, Ipswich based. All, 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 most of my trade stories are all Ipswich based. It was pretty good actually. And the, one of the better stories that we'll, I'll share first off. So I did the horticultural thing at school, left, uh, left school, got a job for a a local, I suppose you'd call him a developer in Ipswich. There was a crew of uh, older fellas, good tradesmen, um, and then each each older fella had a couple of rat bags in each trade, young blokes. We were all around the same age. Yeah. You know, we spent five or six years working together, and um, yeah, that's where most of the stories come from. It, it was good, we were all similar ages, we all knew similar blokes, we'd play up every weekend, life was pretty good. and. We used to do a lot of house removal, you know? So our boss had come across a, a free house, basically. Yep. He had all the trucks, dollies, everything. We'd jack the houses up, move it onto a block of land, and then we'd utilize our, our trades to, to do the house up and he'd flog it off. That was pretty much one of his go-tos. We're down at Sunnybank. 
we drank it up this house. Next minute you hear, <laughs> and then you just hear this fucking bang. And we were inside, we were like, what the fuck is that? And one of the blokes, for the, for the purpose of the show, we'll call him, I don't know, Mark. Mark's, Mark's run to the front of this house and he's peered out the window. He's like, there's a fucking bloke in a cane laying on the footpath. You're like, what? what? What the fuck? You're working at a retirement village. No, it? no, it was just a normal house. And um, next minute, we're like, what are you fucking talking about? We go down the hallway, we look out the window. There's an old lady there from next door. She's on the blower standing over this bloke. Next minute, the coppers rock up and we're like, what? Fuck, we're what have hot. you done we're, to it? We're hiding in the house. We don't know what's happened. We just heard a bloke going, ah, and a big bang. We go out the front. Mark again. So when he's rocked up in the company tipper, he's had it parked in the driveway, couldn't get all the way in. The tray's hanging over the footpath. Turns out this poor chap was blind and he's walking down the street with his cane. <laughs> his cane's gone under the tray. He's fucking ran into the tray. Thought someone was mugging him, done the bolt down the side of the ute and fucking head first into the big rear view mirror on the side of Hacko Tippers and just fucking flat on his back. The coppers rock up, they come out, and the best part of the whole story is Mark's out there. I'm like, is this your truck? He's like, yeah, mate, yep, mate, you're parked over this, blah, 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 you're gonna get a fine. He sat there and copped all his medicine and said, look, that's fine, but you get him to prove it's my fucking truck. What colour is it? What colour is it? Many <laughs> of those stories actually involve that Mark bloke. He was uh, yeah, a bit of a fucking character, to say the least. That same group, every Friday we'd have uh, shed parties and, yep. you know, pass the hat around. What age are we here, Josh? 18, 19. 18, yeah. So um, there was a guy who worked with us, very staunch human being. He was a little bit older than us. He probably would have been mid to late 20s. Um, and he was a bull rider. He was a fucking, he was fucking tough, man. Like, they are ren tough. renowned yeah. around the traps as a very yeah. hard man, um, even though he was only in his mid 20s. I can tell you now, if he was there on the day that uh, Mark with the truck and the blind guy, he would have punched piss holes out of Mark for that. What are you really for? Yeah, he me? was yeah. staunch, like yeah. old school staunch. And Carolee Shopping Centre, uh, our boss had the land and he developed it. We built a Woolies there and everything. So we were all out there for a few years and um, yeah, the, the bull rider was there. Uh, we used to have lunch. They used to do a, a, a trading breakfast at the fish and chip shop, you know, you hot chips, tomato, bacon, eggs, toast, all that jazz. Yeah. We're sitting there one day and it's about six of us around the table. And this old lady's coming into the car park and she's trying to park in front of us. And she was waiting for another car, you know. Next minute, this young bloke in like a fucking Honda Jazz with subs and shit cuts her Cannon off. Cannon on the back yeah, of it. Yeah, 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 just a clown. Comes flying into the car park, cuts the old girl off. I didn't pay too much attention until the cowboy gets up, goes over to old mate's car, says, are you fucking right? <laughs> and old mate's like, what? Can't hear him over his fucking Nick skits coming through the subs. He leans in the car, 
grabs him by the shirt, jabs him, takes the keys out of the ignition, throws them across the car park, and just starts ripping into this bloke like, and this bloke's going, mate, mate, leave me alone, leave me alone. <laughs> Next minute, old mate's horn's going off because Billy is jamming his fucking head into the horn and just holding it. His head's stuck in the steering wheel like this. <laughs> and Billy's just going, are you right, man? And the old lady's like, fuck this. <laughs> she took off. She doesn't know his car jacket. <laughs> she, she peeling out. So anyway, we're like, mate, mate, just let it go, let it go. Let's old mate go. Comes and sit down. This poor bastard had to obviously go and get his car keys from the yeah. middle of the car park. He gingerly opens the door and starts walking. He's up. The cowboy's up. Just fucking shadowing him the whole way. <laughs> slapping him. Open hand slapping him for being rude. Anyway, Smoko finishes and we're all like, fuck, he's a psychopath, you know? <laughs> we go down. And next minute, it's going off over the walkie-talkie. Josh, Fred, Bill, you know? Everyone to the side office, go down there. It's two, two police officers. And it was around the same time, they're like, um, there was an altercation up there. A uh, man saying he's been, you know, assaulted. Carjacked, yeah, assaulted. Yeah, like carrying on. And um, it was about the same time that Eric Banner's chopper just come out. Yeah, yeah. So as soon as we saw the cops at the door, we all had a quick little whisper to each other and we go down there. And um, they're like, so um, what What did you see? And uh, one of the boys is like, oh, I was just um, looking at me chips. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see anything. And they're like, um, mate, what did you see? I was looking at him, looking at his chips. <laughs> <laughs> we went around the fucking group. I was looking at him, looking at his chips. His chips. Looking at him. In the end, they just went off. Oh, Fuck this, we're going, you know. Um, you threw and, they, and they know that this has happened because yeah. the, the victim's got like ABS airbag imprinted <laughs> on his head. <laughs> 100% they know it happened. Old mate's nose is bleeding. He's got a handprint on the side of his face. Um, yeah, so that was a bit of a laugh. But so many funny, funny, funny things happened with that group. And, and did you enjoy your time in the trade? Because you, you're still in a trade, uh, but more now project management rather than the tools. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you enjoyed this time? Like, yeah. Oh, definitely. Like, you who you are. And... Yeah, yeah. It, it's certainly, um, you know, you, you, you remember all these things and you, and you talk about them and have a laugh and that. But you don't realise... Um, how it helps you later on in life. How it shapes you, yeah. yeah. They're, the be- they're the best times in the trade, but I find <coughs> during your apprenticeship, because there's oh. no real stress, like you'd be a bit of a shit kicker, but yeah. still just have good times. I, and I exactly. remember when my first day as an apprentice, I got sent in a, in a car yard doing work experience, got sent looking for the population rod to clean the hairy flange. Oh, yeah. yes. All day looking for it before someone told me it was a penis. Yeah. yeah. So you, get sent, like, oh. you get sent to the wholesaler to buy a, a sky hook or yeah. a left-handed yeah. hammer. Shell's dead, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so naive, but you just want to impress. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, I'll get to a story about this bloke, but how you're, you're talking about those guys. My first ever tradesman, old school painter, um, you know, and I didn't know any different. Like, yeah. I'd, he'd, he'd have you... You know, you'd grind down a weatherboard house and he'd have you gapping the board that's, you know, that far off the ground underneath yeah. it. 
and he'd be like, oh, that's so cockroaches can't get in there, mate. You get down and do it. And at the end of the day, you'd have fucking blood all over the walls from no more gapping under these boards. The only no more gapping it so it doesn't look bad. It'd have to be the shortest fucking human being on the planet. But he was, he was yeah. teaching you a lesson, <laughs> you know? And True. now if I see any guys that I, you know, am uh, supervising or working with not gapping boards, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Get the board. Get that board. You know? <laughs> but that bloke, he, he, yeah, he was a different customer. He was strict, but a very good painter. And I look back now and think, you know, although he was painful, he, he I know what I'm doing because yeah. of him. He helped you know? build your eye for yeah. detail. Yeah, he yeah, did. He did. Yeah. And I certainly gave him shit. Yeah. Literally. Uh, <laughs> and still do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. One day, uh, about giving him shit, one day we were at a job <laughs> out west. And uh, there was no toilet. Oh, here we go. And um, had the old two-litre water bottle there. I had it for ages, and it, it, for some reason the thread had stuffed up on this day, so you know I couldn't keep it anymore. It was like a 25, 30-minute drive to do a shit, so I'm like, I'm shit in the water. So the water bottle you're talking about is the the cylindrical oh, one. Yeah, with the, yeah. The gap on I the remember top. it vividly, and yeah. it was a, it was a KFC one. KFC. I am a fan of the Colonel, and yeah, it was yeah. a fucking KFC one. KFC because it, it's it's red and white. Yeah, red and white. It yeah. actually had Kentucky Fried Chicken. Oh, I did it really. And the Colonel. Yeah, it must have been in a meal deal or yeah, something <laughs> in the eighties. Look, the Colonel. Oh, I guess it's a sign that you want to take a shit in it. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I don't know if I'm more impressed that you could actually aim for the the opening of a bottle, or you didn't find it. Tree to go behind. Like <laughs> no, that. it was a fair lid. It was a lot. Oh, oh the lid. lid's off. It's yeah, yeah I took the lid off. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, the lid wouldn't go back on. That's why I shut it. Okay. It wouldn't, well, it wouldn't sit there. Oh, okay, water. so it was okay. a damaged bottle at that yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Well, the lid, thankfully for uh, old mate, <coughs> the lid did hold. Yeah. But um, yeah, it wouldn't hold water. So I've yeah. seen it and I've gone, fuck, got a shit, got a shit. I'll just shit in that. <laughs> so I've gone into a built in cupboard. A building coming in a new home build is this sort of not a, a new home, but so a renovation. Someone, yeah. Someone's home, not yet. So you pulled their clothes apart. No, 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 no. I'm not a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> Kicking the high heels out of the road. There you go. I've got morals. So anyway, I just opened this slider. I'm sitting in there, looking round. Did you shut the slider in case someone walked yeah. in? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you're sitting in darkness in a cupboard? Yeah. Taking okay. a shit. <laughs> Doing a shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I had a dark as well. <laughs> that's, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, so I've done that and I'm like, well, I'll just fucking get the lid on as best I can and sit it here and deal with it later. So sat it back out near all our gear. Later on, um, Captain Sirius, my tradesman, he's uh, he's had a drink, and I've seen him have a drink out of his water bottle and put it down, and he's looked next to it, and my water bottle was sitting there. Now, is this, off- is this like inside the house while you were? Yeah, yeah. So, so like in the lounge room. I'm, like, I'm confused as why you would keep your shit close by. I don't know the- either. <laughs> Looking back, I'm not sure why. He was attacked, okay? <laughs> He's impressed, ladies <laughs> and So, I've sat it down. He's had a drink, obviously finished. Nothing left. Seen my bottle there, and I've just looked down the fucking hallway. And I've gone, I can't say anything. I've just got to let... But you're quietly hoping he's going to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, it's, it's God's will, who am I to fucking interfere? Yeah. So, he picks it up. <laughs> 
could hear my shit just go and tap the lid <laughs> as it come up to his head. And he's like, he's shaking it. Nothing's oh, coming out of this. No. And you can see he was angry. And then he's like, <coughs> and he's opened the lid and he's he my bog just fucking sitting there. Oh, and I've lost it. I have proper lost it. I'm in tears in the hallway. He has rushed me with a fucking old putty knife. And I reckon the next 25 minutes was touch and go for me. He could, I could have been stabbed 30 times. He would, I've never seen a bloke And he was so obviously chasing you around and but swearing and yelling. Yeah. Were you yelling back, hey mate, you're talking shit? <laughs> you're quietly cheering. I don't know. While, while you're fearing for your life, you're oh, quietly it was the greatest cheering. Thing yeah. ever. I couldn't wait to get to the shed that afternoon because he never went to the shed. He was unsociable. I couldn't wait to get there and go, oi. Yeah. I shout on him. So, where's the water bottle? Who took it from the house? Who disposed of he's, it? He's just fucking lost it. In his paddock. He's lost it. <laughs> lost it. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. You had to, I, I know over my time in the industry, we had them shit stories too. And, and I remember one uh, um, bloke that worked for me really busting together the toilet up on the scaffold said, I've got to go, jumps off the scaffold. As soon as his feet hit the ground, shit himself. <laughs> and you see him waddling out like a penguin and he comes back <laughs> smelling like brute with new pants. You know he shit himself. <laughs> it's just, there's like, it doesn't matter who you are, poo and farts Hilarious. Oh, and I think the trades and diet of, of pies and Dagwood dolls. Oh, it makes, and, makes for wild yeah, farts, Long jobs yeah. and chocolate milk's not going to help, is it? No. Nah. <laughs> yeah. I think farts and shit stories are the staple of jobs like humour. Oh, right. It's a good baseline. Yeah, yeah, it's the baseline. Good I way to the, bomb. I remember the job site toilets. Every time, the, no a, a one flushes. There's a bag of cement in there. Like it's, A portal is yeah. even flushable, is what I want to know. Yes. I don't think I've seen one, one flush yeah. ever. Yeah. Every time I go in one, it's used. Yeah, yeah it, cool. it's putrid. It could get delivered and have a shit in it. And I'll be honest, if there was a portaloo on that job site that day, I still would have shat. Oh, it's in my the drink water bottle. bottle. It's much cleaner. In the cupboard. It's much True. cleaner. I know I've been in some portaloos and, and hot days and sweaty, and I know it sounds gross, but you can actually it feel. It already sounds gross. You can actually feel what you think is. Is um, fruit flies touching on the bum cheeks, <laughs> but they're bum flies. Like, it's not pretty. No, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. So, yeah, we've all had them experiences we'd rather not remember. We had one bloke in that same crew, uh, great mates. He ended up in my bridal party and everything, like, best of friends. Um, he'd come in every Monday, like, even though I was with him most of the time on the weekends and yeah. saw it all firsthand. Yeah. You'd just be stoked for Monday Smoker. Just right. to hear it all again. And he can tell a fucking story like no other oh, as well. Yeah. So it was it was I remember that too because I, with my ex-wife, I, I had the family and everything. And, and they were dear to me. 
but you'd live vicariously through these oh. stories. Yeah, I went out and I... It's not even those yeah. things. It's just whatever they get up to in the city. Like, all yeah. sorts yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. just Shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it is, like... If it's passing out behind a dumpster or yeah, yeah, trying yeah. to swim across Brisbane River or... It's, it's all great. Yeah. Like, and it's funny you say you live vicariously through them because we had, as I was saying earlier, like a few older blokes and um, they set us in... They, they, they set us up in, in our trade base and skills and that but you could see them on a monday morning just stoked oh just wait they they had the shits up because we were we were useless as tits on a ball because we were seedy as fuck we hadn't slept for three days and everything else but they were so pumped to hear 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 the yarns you know and um we had this one bloke ray and uh he would have been oh 70 then you know he's probably dead now the poor bugger and he um Great carpenter, hard worker, had eight daughters, and he used eight to, daughters. Yeah, yeah. And when we'd, we when we no wonder he's about, working till he's seventy. Yeah, poor bastard. Yeah. All went to private schools and stuff. Like really? he, put, he put his family first, right? He was a lovely yeah, man. Yeah, good on him. Um, but <laughs> he used to say, "I've only ever had sex eight times, and eight times I had a child, so that'll do me." <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> <laughs> he was, oh, I'm pretty sure he was involved in um, in the church with his wife, yeah, so he yeah. was pretty straight. And he, you could see him sometimes just going, "Oh no!" Yeah. When you hear the stories, you know. And uh, anyway, like he's ordered the the guy we were just talking about, good looking rooster, played up, could tell a story like no other. He's one of the other apprentices. Okay, he's an apprentice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we've got old Ray. Okay, so Ray Ray's the the old bloke in the story. Yeah, and yeah. Steve's your offside Ray's, apprentice you know, as well. Ray's you know had sex eight times, eight yeah. kids. Uh, yeah. And uh, then there's Steve. So. So you and Steve are working for Ray, or on no, a job no, Ray, Ray? Ray's Ray's one of Steve's tradesmen, okay. carpenters. Yeah. And I'm over here with Pooh Boy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're we're sitting down this one one day, and Steve's all pumped, and he's like, I bought a dick pump. You're like, you fucking what? He's like, I put a cock pump there. It's outstanding. <laughs> They're the things that look like a, a fish tank cleaner. So I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I bought a dick pump. I'm like, fucking bring it in tomorrow. He's like, yeah, right. right. Bring it into work. Yeah, I want to see what that. I want to check it out. <laughs> you know, Wish didn't exist then. You couldn't go, oh, yeah, yeah here it is, man. I can get it in China for two bucks. So the next day on the Tuesday, He's brought it in. We're all sitting down having smoke. And I said, "Oi, Steve, did you bring the pump in?" He's like, "Yeah." And he gets up off his little esky and he pulls it out. It is it is smoke esky. Yeah, we're all sitting. Pump. You know, there's about eight of us sitting around in in like this new house in the in the um oh, like dining room. He's or just whatever. got it sitting on top of his Vegemite and cheese sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Just in his yeah. esky, just pops the lid off, just lifts the lid up. Here it is, man. Check it out. And we're looking at it and stuff. And um. He goes, Ray, do you know what this is? He goes, I don't know, Stephen, what is it? <laughs> we go, what do you reckon it is, Ray? He goes, is it a corking gun? <laughs> Did you say yes? Please tell me you said yes. We said, oh, yeah, it's for the big sausages, Ray. He goes, are they good? Because I'm always snapping the fucking handle on my corking gun, eh? <laughs> so if they're good, I'd love to know where you got it, Steve. <laughs> And Macca goes, you want me to, you want me to go get a sausage and give me a demo, Ray? 
<laughs> so Steve, <laughs> Steve, Steve gets up, walks down the hallway. Ray's like, oh, I hope this corporal gun works. Oh, fucking, I'm always, look, in my ute, there's fucking six broken ones in there now. <laughs> Steve goes down the hallway, comes out about 10 minutes later, and Steve's pale skin, blue eyes, blonde hair. His penis, he was aggressive. Like, I was like, Jesus, it kind of bite me. And he walks up to old Ray, and I've never seen someone so scared in their life. What the fuck? Steven! Steven! Oh, he's just yelling out. Oh, right. Fucking hell. So he's walked in with this... With his dick pump on his penis and the smoker, he's just sitting down in there. I was on the floor just crying. <laughs> that is sad. I've never laughed so hard in my life. Ray's having a panic attack. He doesn't know what to do. All the other blokes are just, yeah. <laughs> oh, they were good times. So, so yeah. Oh, there you go. So he's just walked out then and it's all over or? Oh, right, well. <laughs> He's just, he's oh just ripped, he's just ripped it off, and the noise, um, yeah, outstanding. Hopefully, old Ray's still alive. And alive. Oh, hopefully that sounds like a good story. So, yeah. like he's a Christian, he'd be praying for himself at the oh, church oh, on every Sunday. He? Yeah, he wouldn't be able to walk past the the, the pet shop again. Yeah. <laughs> the fish tank cleaners on the rack. <laughs> So he'd be going in confession every Sunday. <laughs> Please help these yeah. boys. <laughs> they need help. So, Josh, you've been in the industry for for that long, and obviously, were you brought up second generation? Uh no, no. So, so what's your my um, the majority of my family were Queensland rail workers. Yeah. Um, in a place which is synonymous with stories and, and, and tales, uh, North Ipswich Railway Workshops. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, before... Grandfather, father... Uh, great-grandfather, grandfather, father. So um, you're the first painter? Yes, mate, yeah. So they're tradesmen as such, construction yeah, yeah. workers, tradesmen, they're tradesmen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're, um, well, not as such, they are trading. Well, the trading but, yeah, encompasses so many everyone. people, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, my great-grandfather, he was actually a, a station master out at Moore, um, and he shipped Pop, the old bloody, you know, you see him on the old movies. The, like, uh, oh, brother, where art thou? And they're pumping uh, yeah, yeah, along the yeah, track. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, so Pop, he's a fit rig. Though. Yeah, yeah, Pop tells me a story, and, you know, Moore's a fair way from North Ipswich, yeah, out past Blackbuck. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pop tells a story of when he was twelve. He jumped onto one of them with Pa. Yeah. Came into North Ipswich. Yeah. Pa gave him his bag. Moved in with a random family he'd never met before, and started work at the workshops on the Monday. So he wanted more than more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you can't blame him. He was out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he, he's got fond memories of more. He, he yeah. talks about you know you'd call them tradies, the old timber cutters and stuff back yeah, in the yeah. day. So we'd be pops eighty odd now, so we'd be talking the thirties sort of thing. He remembers the old timber cutters. Once a month they'd come into town. They'd look like shit. Their clothes would be fucked. Their boots are falling off, and yeah. they'd come in with Clydesdales and everything else. 
They'd go to the pub, they'd, they'd collect their pay, go to the pub, wake up the next morning, buy new clothes, get a haircut, and then go. And a month later, they'd come back in. Yeah, right, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. So, but Pop started at North Ippy, obviously, at an illegal, you'd go to jail now if you were sending your kid to work at 12, sort of thing. Yeah, well, true, yeah. Um, he started there, and then my father was a TA there for a few years. Basically, Dad said it was just a paid holiday in between things that he yeah. He, he well, it's like most rail workers, yeah, they're like council workers. Exactly. Really. Oh, come on, we can't give them that yeah. much. Yeah. Yeah. They keep they keep the freight going, and we can't give them that travel. much stick or that much credit. <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we so, want them to listen too. Yeah, well, there's a lot of them doing. Yeah. Fuck. a lot of them doing. Well, fuck all. They got so. spare time on their I know a couple at the moment that have got a fair bit of spare time on their hands. But we won't get into that story. Yeah, they did. Um, so why didn't you go railing? Oh, just couldn't get on or didn't want to do just it? Just wasn't... Yeah, I suppose it was It was sort of dying off, that sort of yeah, right, you know, thing at the time. Um, yeah, it, like how I mentioned the school-based horticulture traineeship thing I did... One of my work placements was at the North Ipswich Rail Yards. Now, no one worked there anymore. They'd moved them all to a new thing at Red Bank, but um, they were still, they had like a skeleton maintenance crew keeping it open, and it's now the Railway Museum. Yeah. And I was over there one day, and I'm mowing this grass behind what I found out later was the pattern shop. So they used to make everything in-house, and it was a big fucking warehouse with all these patterns hanging down from the ceiling, you know, bogey, six, side wall, blah, 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 all this shit. <clears throat> and I'm mowing this grass out the back and I can see all like little rock gardens and shit everywhere. And I'm like, fuck. This bloke comes up and he goes, you're Slippery and Ronnie's young fella, aren't you? I said, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. So my grand... Slippery. Slippery, that's, that's my grandfather. I don't think we need to elaborate on no, that. No, I don't think I want to make No, grandma anything. won't appreciate that. No. Um, yeah, so my grandfather's nickname was Slippery and then uh, his actual name's Ron and my he's very... Uh, he really put a lot, of, a lot of effort into Dad's name, Ron. Ron, So yeah. Ron Senior, Ron Junior. So Slippery and Ronnie. And I said, yeah, mate, I am. He goes... You know all these old gardens you can see here and grass? I said, yeah. He goes, you know your dad, it'd be about this time, midday, most days, he made all these gardens and you'd find him out here on a, you know those old school uh, banana lounges? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With like, I don't know. What the ones that do it. the ratchet. Yeah, yeah, and the fuck, the webbing is like yeah, that plastic yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, you'd find your old man out here on a banana lounge in a women's dress with a sprinkler underneath him. In the middle of the day. <laughs> this was his garden. Jesus Christ. I said, I said, fuck what? And if you've seen my old man, that would not be good. Yeah, it doesn't sound <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. And I was like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, he was fucking synonymous for being a cockhead. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I went home that day and told Dad, he goes, can you still see parts of the garden? <laughs> That's all he cared about. Yeah, yeah. Didn't care yeah. he was getting the piss taken out of him. Yeah. You know? And um and then he went on to tell me a story inside the patent shop. What he used to do is he got all the patents together and stacked them up in a way that he had a couple of rooms throughout the shed that you'd walk through 
and you wouldn't even know they were there. It was like a fucking maze, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And he'd get blokes, he'd got blokes to make fucking mat, inner spring mattresses, fucking beds, everything. And dad was running on a little side hustle. So <laughs> like, you, a, like a paid nap room or something like that. If you'd had a few beers and you were up to oh, shitty, really? he, he had fans from out of old trains and shit. So, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. so if you'd had a few beers and were seedy or whatever, you'd go and see Slippery's yeah. young fella, Ronnie, in the pattern room. And uh, Ronnie would be like, Fifty for a sleep. And he said he had a fucking egg timer and he there you go. How long would they get? Oh, an hour or something. An hour. Yeah, but they used to do great things there, like That's a good idea. I'd pay a dollar fifty for a nap. Yeah, me too. Well probably only make it forty bucks a week. Probably two hundred for a fucking room. There's a boat in the backyard. Brand, under new, a brand new from the 40s? Yeah, oh, I wouldn't say the 40s, but yeah. late 90s. No, late 90s? Yeah. There's yeah. a boat got a QR rail sticker on it? Well, he, he made it at work, so again. So it's a train? No, it's a boat. <laughs> so the old fella's pattern rooms come in handy again. <laughs> Pop's gotten dad to make a little fucking storage booth, and every day Pop would just cart shit through the yard yeah. over into the other thing and he, he made a fucking timber boat a 12 footer hid it in the pattern room when it was finished took him a couple of months when it was finished he, he paid off a bloke to drop it over the back fence of the rail yards with a forklift and there's a big steep bank that heads down the hill to the Bremer River so Pops knocked off work out the front with his bag walked around the corner down the back around the back just Push this thing down the big fucking bank yep. into the Bremer, road to North Ipswich where Grandma meets him with the box trailer, puts his boat on the trailer, and that's it's, good going. That yeah, sounds that, like uh, the Italian job. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, like <laughs> a really bogan version yeah, of the yeah, Italian yeah, job. Mate. So that have you got photos of that? I can get you some. Yeah. We'd love to post some of them. Still yeah. in the backyard, right. Yeah, I don't. I think that was its only. Only birth, to be honest. That's with you, that's ingenuity, and that that's what the trade teaches you to. It, ta- yeah. it teaches you oh, to think mate, outside the box. He's like, he, yeah. did he make it? What timber did he use? He didn't use rail sleepers. No, no, it probably no, nearly Probably weighed a hundred kilos. No, each no, each stick of timber. That's why it only went in once. You it just can't move. Old silky oak or something. Yeah, because they they just treated that like it was utter shit. It's probably drenched in oil, so it didn't. Yeah. So when it was floating yeah. down the river, there was this it's big oil slick. Yeah. <laughs> he was fishing as he was going. He was scooping the dead ones up. It's an environmental catastrophe oh, yeah, for the Brisbane yeah. River, but yeah, it's yeah. it's fine. Yeah. You got to. But um, out. nah, he, he's a he's a he's a, a real legit tradesman. Yeah. Uh, he was a carriage builder, so he's like a cabinet maker and yeah. you know everything. And he's got that many tools that he's made himself. Yeah. One of those places. Oh, just you're can doing, do anything. Yeah. Oh, you're doing that. I've got a jig for that. Yeah. I made it. yeah. There you go. You know. I recommend if if you ever have the opportunity, or I can get Poppy, is that man. And it's one thing I've always said I I want to do before he passes away is sit down and get him to tell some stories. Stories. Yeah. I've, I've spoken about this with Daniel before. Yeah. Um, I, I want to sit down with my parents and record it like we do with a podcast or whatever and just interview them about their lives and oh. just hear the whole story. And so then, our, then when they're gone, yeah. you, know, you, can, you can play it and you can listen yeah. to it. Our grandfather has done this on I've my side. I've listened to a bit of yeah. that. It's good. And he yeah, used well, to well, be... he tells um, like, like stories as well. Like he'll... Um, 
like bedtime stories for the grandkids and stuff yeah. to listen to. Just awesome. So good, yeah. yeah. So I, I think I listen to it. So he, he sings and, and the whole works, but I listen to one story. He was, uh, I, I feel he's like a minister and he used to go into small communities in, in uh, other countries and, and promote God and stuff like that. Missionary. Whatever he did, yeah, a, missionary. a missionary. Yeah. And in the tapes, he talks about when he's in Egypt and, and he gives a young kid a, some money and then not even 10 steps up the road, he turns around and the young kid had dropped down and, and passed away. So it was pretty sad. But And he talks about bombings when they lived in England and when they come over. Yeah, and, and you can hear our mum on the tapes and he and they're singing happy birthday at one stage at well you hear mum when she's only young yeah young yeah, yeah. yeah. So, it's unreal right? oh it's Something so good that he scripted that and we could see what he was like but that's like it's fantastic like if you want yeah. to do that with your dad like same as us you know awesome. you, can, you can sit back and watch it in after he's gone and listen to it and show your kids and exactly mate. pass and it down my other grandfather he was um he was in the Air Force, you know, he passed away last year, and I, 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 now I think I wish I did it with him too, because he had some great... Great, great stories, stories, yeah. The Air Force, you know. Yeah, well, I've got a mate that has been researching his grandfather, and he was a, a famous uh, fighter pilot. There and you go. So many wars, and he's just got a, a replication of his medals to give to um, his niece for a birthday. So, yeah, and, and what that man's done, he's in uh, the war war. He was yeah. right... I don't yeah. think you ever get a, get a chance to hear their full story. Like, yeah. No, you it, get it, snippets, don't yeah. you? But you don't get the, the full mm. picture. You, you can never... Con- like, if you could construct their whole life and just oh. hear the whole story, it'd be... I don't know. It'd be like short. hearing any, any yeah. stories from anyone, you know? Yeah. They shaped this, this what we're in now. Oh, so yeah. and, and we've they, got so much to thank them for. And they did it in a way that's very different to how, how our kids all do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, there was that... Um, larrikinism about it, which is yeah. which is what makes trady diaries good. You know, yeah. it's it's. Oh, we'll have to just, put our grandfather on there because one of the ones I just remembered when you said the larrikinist, and our grandfather was very straight. Was it the chimney sweep story? No, it was no. the one where he'd gone and put a cracker in the toilet at the pitches. Yeah, yeah, and and he's he's English and he speaks like that and. And run out of pictures like we'll have to let you listen to us. So, yeah. funny. but yeah. even even the old man, he mm. like uh, I don't know the full story, so I won't go into it too much. But um, he had a story where they crashed a car or yeah. something like that, and they made sure everyone was safe. But the car got impounded by the cops. But yeah. what our dad realised is that he had a bag of weed under the car seat, <laughs> yeah. so he broke into the police compound. To get the get that out, he wasn't worried about the vehicle or anything. He just wanted to get that evidence. Out I remember with our dad's brother um, being in the local shopping mall at thirteen or fourteen, and the the cop was picking him up and giving me a lift home, taking him to jail. <laughs> <laughs> those two, it's, those it's two. It's the memories of the flood yeah. back there as yeah, we speak about ridiculous. it. Yeah, and that that had some good tradie stories as oh. well. Because dad it was a house removalist, and then yeah. the our yeah. uncle he's been a carpenter since. Yeah. Forever. Oh, that uncle I speak of, he's, um, what's he been? I don't know if he's been much. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's our uncle, but. There's a lot of trades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah well, the, the pop in the Air Mo- Force. It's like Monday morning, we were all not much on Monday <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right. Pop in the Air Force, he was, he was a trade, he was a solid plasterer, became a, um, I don't know, like an auto or lecky, but on planes. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. And, um, 
<laughs> and auto lucky on plate. Yeah, well, that's how I'll sum it up. <laughs> so yeah, he was screwing trailer lights to the back of it. Right, yep, you're good to go. Flying cars, flying cars back yeah. then. The, the funniest part about it was he was one of his jobs, and I don't know how the family ever got off the fucking ground on mum's side, really, because one of his jobs he'd wire bombs and stuff into big. Bombers into B 52s. So, an auto electrician's wearing bombs in a B 52. That's not the scary part. <laughs> Did he put him in his Tirana as no, well? <laughs> he, was, he was fucking colourblind. Oh, I get it. So, red, I, black, red, black. Plenty of times I said to Pop, how how'd you get away with it? He's like grey, light grey, dark grey. I'm a Sparky by trade and I've worked with colourblind Sparkies before. And yeah. yeah. Fucking unreal. Well, it just goes to show we're. All Sparky, we're just gifted. In our office, me and Josh work together. We've actually started up a um, a, what a, a concept office for an electrician. We're thinking about getting electricians. Yeah, in we here. are actually. Yeah. It, it okay. comprises of a lounge. <laughs> it's all they need. It's a lounge. That's the perfect office. Just to sit there, they do nothing. <laughs> it's gilded in rose fucking gold. I exactly. Right. I don't think we do no- nothing. We're just efficient. Oh, oh, smarter, God. not harder, right? Yeah, yeah right. It. Yeah, so, yeah, the, the, that, that uh, I don't, as I said, I don't have too many um, stories about that, Pop, but Slippery, he, yeah, he could tell, he could and, tell and Slippery, so many stories. Slippery's still around. Yeah, he lives three doors down from Mum and Dad. I reckon we should look at getting Slippery on. Yeah, might be episode like, two of Training What a yeah. great... There was a there's a family out in Ipswich who was synonymous for being lunatics. Yeah, um, I'm not going to say their name for fear of getting the fucking shit kicked out of me. Because um, I know these this well, bloke's... Well, Ipswich is quite small. Yeah, though. well, I know this bloke's sons. They could probably pick yeah. you for your voice. You cousin, be yeah, I'm, I'm fucked already. Well, throw, they throw they, they, they already know who I'm talking yeah. about. I'm yeah, there's ransom. Like voiceovers, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like taken or something. We yeah. never purchased the clipping tools. Yeah. So sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're very little, like limited editing editing ability really, as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it'd be all misspelt. <laughs> no, man. But anyway, um, so yeah, this one bloke was a boxer, um, fit as fuck, just so fit. And Pop tells the story of you know he'd, Pop would be at work and he'd look over and old mate would be punching the shit out of the side of a coal train just shadow shadow boxing but connecting with a coal train yeah. all day it'd pop it here like tick 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 look over he's fucking skipping you know that he was just a freak you say that with punching the shit out of a coal train I had a, a bricklayer work for me and as he put the mix in he was waiting he used to shadow box the mixer yeah. as it went around it was funny but that's how he got his skill and lose his arm yeah, yeah. <laughs> well he yeah. never went near the bowl but yeah, yeah. so and Sounds like a really like bogan version of Rocky Balboa. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. Instead of a dead car cow, you use a train. Yeah. <laughs> if Rocky was a, an Australian movie, that's, that's how it, it. happened. Yeah. That's it. No wonder you don't want to mention <laughs> yeah. their name. So, and apparently every day at lunchtime he would run. So he'd leave the North Ipswich Rail Yard up Long Pine Street over David Trumpy Bridge through the main street of Ipswich, up around Girls Grammar School, over near West End and Blackhall Street Butchery and back. And he'd wear joggers. <laughs> and 
Pop tells a story of one day the supervisor's just lost his shit about him having joggers on. And he's like, ah, what are we calling Fred? Fred, tomorrow you're in here with nothing but fucking steel cap boots. I've had enough of this. The brass are cracking down on me. I've got a family to feed. I'm not losing me fucking job because you want to run and fucking punch people. I've had enough. <laughs> You'll have tea boots on tomorrow. Does he know that he's talking to the boxer? Right yeah, now? yeah. He's obviously a big boy himself. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But anyway... I suppose it was in those days where blokes wouldn't give it. Like now, people are like, oh, he's fucking bad. Mm. You know, back then it'd be like, I'm fucking bad. Yeah, like, exactly. You know? yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking tough too. Yeah. You think you. you're bad? Yeah, I'm bad. Let's go. <laughs> Take your post yeah. necklace off yeah. and you're away. But um, so anyway, Pop says that that happened and everyone sort of went, oh, yeah, whatever. No big deal. Next morning, there's a couple of thousand men standing at the, you know, the Shawshank gates out the front. Old mate's up in his tower looking at the clock. Pops like, we're all talking shit. We're just standing there. Next minute, he hears a roar from the back. And he goes, all these men just parted like the fucking Red Sea. <laughs> what did I call him? What was his name? Uh, oh, One we may not speak of. Let's go with Carl. Carl. Sorry, I'm struggling. It doesn't matter. Anyway, parted like the Red Sea. Here comes Carl walking through the group completely fucking naked with just T-boots on. <laughs> and everyone's like, hey, big rouse. They get inside, all the brass come down. He's at his workstation and Pop reckons he's got, he's got his chaps on, <laughs> ready to fucking work. And they're like, Carl, where are your fucking clothes? He's like, you told me nothing <laughs> but fucking T-boots. <laughs> You know, just just stories like that, mate. It, and then at this stage, does Ken run over and take the dick pump back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, I like that one. It's just gold, mate. Like, and, that, and that's fucking. It's a kind of stuff you know? that we wouldn't be able to do this day and age. Oh, you probably get away with oh, it. Oh, HR would be up if we walked yeah, in the office right. with a pair of knee boots, I'll tell you. Yeah, well, if you're an Ipswich, you'd probably still get away with that. Oh, sort of stuff. they're cool. Oh, no, this, we... you got to remember, this story was only... This was yesterday, this story. Oh, yesterday. Yeah. Was... <laughs> in Ipswich. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Oh, there you go. All right, well, we've been talking for about an hour and 20 now, so we'll probably cut it down to a shorter part so the podcast listeners won't hear all the other gibberish that's been going on but um, I think we'll get this in two parts but yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually think Josh has got a lot more stories there might even be a later on down the track of Josh part two well, oh, Josh come back, in the I might bring Slippery the, yeah actually yeah. that'd be brilliant because I want to hear about the boat I, want, I don't see pictures of it well thanks for coming Josh no thanks great for having to hear me stories. Boys. hope you get thanks back on the cheers mate thanks mate cheers stuff. okay see ya <laughs>